What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. Culture, 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 culture. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to For the Culture's podcast. This is episode nine. Damn. Welcome. I'm your host, Bex Bumble. Hey, and it's D-Boy. What's happening? And we got a lot of exciting things happening for the month of October. We sure do. Welcome. We celebrate the month of October. It's October 1st, right? Yeah, it's a Monday. And we got something new going on for this month. Uh, we are going to attempt to try a series Yeah. out for this month. Uh, we call it the Relationship Series. You're probably like, what the fuck do these two know about relationships? <laughs> but we're going to attempt it because there's a lot of different types of relationships. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk about family relationships, partner relationships, friendships, um, self-relationships, and addictions. Hey. So there's a lot to kind of unpack in just those. Again, we're not... We're not uh, we're not experts. We are definitely not experts. We're just speaking from a place of experience, you know what I mean? Yeah. And why not? Why not have this conversation, right? I think it's something that the, a lot of the listeners and just even folks that we've talked to along the way, you know, want to kind of delve into these different, these different um, relationships that we have, right, yeah. and what it all means. And so it's like, shoot, let's, let's talk about it, right? Yeah. Let's chop it up. And so... That also means, right, like you and I are going to have these conversations, but of course we like to have conversations with y'all. And so if anything comes up for y'all or if anything ever comes up, you know, always drop us a line. You can hit us up. Yes. On the emails for the cultures with a Q and an S at gmail.com. Go ahead and hit us up in our inbox and we'll do our best, you know what I mean, to interact and engage in conversation with y'all out there in, in the real yeah. world. And also find us on Instagram and Twitter. Word. Yeah, at For the Cultures. For the Cultures. You can also find us on Facebook. Go ahead and like that page one time. Ooh. So, yeah, dang, I haven't even been on our Facebook page yet. Is it it's lit? Okay. It, it's cool, yeah, it's lit. I yeah. mean, you know, that's funny you haven't been on Facebook. There's a lot of people I know who's like, nah, I'm good on Facebook. Sheesh. But it's, I think it's, you know, what's important about Facebook is that's where, like, our community is overall, mm. right, across generations. Yeah. And then, like, IG is... You know, more of the, like, young folks yeah, or young yeah. adults, you yeah. know. Um, and then Twitter, there's just everybody. Yeah. Kind of everybody on Twitter. A lot of political stuff, a lot of conversations. Twitter's actually popping, too. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Well, yeah, we're excited for the month of October. So everybody stay tuned, stay connected. And, uh, yeah, we're excited to give to release some content for y'all. Um, yeah. Bruh. What's happening, Bex? What's going on? Listen, today, I, when you picked me up, yeah, you, listen, I know we're too early to kind of talk about love language, but you spoke my love language, Danny Boy. How'd I do that? Because you came through as an act to pick me up, because I was like telling you, Danny Boy, can we meet at a later time? Because I don't have you my don't car. You car right now. <laughs> my partner has it. She won't be here so and so. And you were like, without even me asking, you know, I could pick you up, just, you know, just drop location. I was like... You know, <laughs> off top though. I mean, it's nothing. Why wait? Well, you had no idea how much that moved me. Oh. Being how you know, acts of service is my love language, and I was like, did he really just volunteer to pick me up? Especially yes. coming from San Francisco, San, uh, San Bruno, San Carlos side. Right. I just thought that was real special. So shout out to Danny Boy for going out of his way. <laughs> Anyhow, um, yeah. So when um, Danny Boy and I just. You know, I got picked up. We went to go eat and just to kind of connect before the podcast. That's what we do usually. And got to touch base. Got to got touch base, connect, and um, just kind of towards the latter part of our dinner or early dinner. 
I was talking to Danny Boy about how we need, um, or I'm I'm thinking about finding us a, a sponsor because um, you know times are a little rough right now in my pockets and I can't just be paying for the the studio time like every freaking week. Hey, but you know, I mean, like we do it because it's this is a passion project, for right? Sure, this yeah. Is, this is something that we want to do, and it's like, hey, you know. no, absolutely. But I could dig, I could dig it though, because if we had some sponsorship, you know, what I mean, we could do a little bit more. I know. So you know, I had a friend. Uh, he's actually an owner of. Um, a club out there in downtown San Jose. Oh, word. Tiki Pete's. Shout out to Tiki Pete's. Um, he was actually talking to me about, like, you know, sponsorship. And I was like, mm, let's talk. <laughs> let's meet up. So we're going to meet up next week, and hopefully something great happens in that meeting. But anyways, as we kind of just, you know, wrapped up that conversation and made our way to the car, uh, Danny Boy, you know, oh, I was getting ready to pull down, what is that? That the blind, visor. Yeah, the visor, because the sun was kind of hitting me. And then as I was pulling it down, he was like, oh, you can pull it down. Oh, there's also a letter, and it was in a card, and that's for us. It's from my mom. So I was like, oh, that's so sweet. So I opened it up, and mind you, on this envelope, it uh, has a little nice, you know, kiss, you know, some lip mark that's, on it. That's my mama's mark right there. Your, <laughs> that's Danny Boy's mama's mark. Those are my mama's it's her smooches. Lips. It's her smooches right there. How cute is that? It'd be uh, at every family function, you know what I mean? It's like everybody's running around with uh, my mom's lipstick print on their cheek. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's her signature. That That's that's cute. I loved it. Anyhow, I, that was the first thing I noticed about the card. Um, open it up, and I was like, "Oh, just the fact that somebody is just, you know, sending, giving us a card, just to kind of remind to remind us of the great things that we're doing." That was, I mean, who wouldn't love that? So I opened up the card, and the first thing ha- that happens is two hundred dollars then dropped out of this dang car. <laughs> and like, I I immediately looked at Danny Boy. I was like, "Oh my freaking gosh!" Like we were just talking, I and mean, we weren't. We I didn't weren't... even see. What, I didn't even see what fell out. I thought it was just, you know, like. A nice note. Yeah, for yeah. Oh, because Danny Boy was driving, but I knew it. I saw that it was like two oh, two hundred dollar bills. I was like, Shh, look at God. I was look just, at Tonga Lord. Look, <laughs> look at Tonga Lord working over there. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like everything that we just spoke about, kind of. And I read the the note, and this was like a long note that was in the card. It was the sweetest thing, and. You want to you want to read it for the folks one time? Should I read I mean? it here? You can read it. You have a better reading voice than me. Here, how about that? <laughs> oh, you should read it because it's, no, it's my no. mama. It's my mama. Go ahead. You know Go what? Ahead. You ain't right. You ain't right. Okay, ready? My dearest Danny Boy and Banks, I want to thank you both for being courageous to step out of your comfort zone and to share your lived experience and insight on For the Cultures. I am so honored to pay witness to you both being change agents, making breakthroughs in our community. It is not easy to break through the jungle to create a pathway for conversations to happen so that others can follow and join in. By land or sea, it is not easy to navigate. And being able to acknowledge that the waves can often be rough, it is by the grace of our ancestors and our connection to our higher power have given you both and your inner strength and perseverance. Keep sharing your gifts with the world and make sure you also fill your cup of self-care and keep reaching for the stars. Dreams do come true if you believe and put it all to the universe so it will continue to manifest. I appreciate you both and I believe in you, Danny Boy and Bex. (sighs) What about that, Danny Boy? A mother's love is like no other. But listen, in the back it says... Oh, there's more. Okay, okay. It says, I believe you both... I think she meant, I believe in you both. 
No, I believe you are both making a positive impact for our community. And I would like to help sponsor you both on For the Cultures for the month of October. Look at work. Look at, look at that. That is so Mom, awesome. You better work. So we got our first sponsorship today for the month of October, y'all. We are officially sponsored by who, Danny Boy? Miss Nani Wilson. There you go. We we actually gave we actually FaceTimed her before we got in. We're like, do you want to be recognized at a certain name or anonymous? And she was like, you guys go ahead and just say whatever. And I mean, that's another that's another activation of our love language, right? Like Mm. for me, I was just like, oh damn, you know. Thinking about, you know, I'm always thinking about my mom just because growing up, right, like we lived paycheck to paycheck. And so I really never, I mean, I always wanted to ask her for money, but I always kind of knew the answer. Yeah. And, you know, as young as a young kid, it's like, oh, you know, she don't never got nothing to give me, right? But not <laughs> understanding what it, what it, what she's actually doing. Right? right, right. Like she don't have it, but she's providing a roof and... You got food in your belly and you're good. You got shelter and all that stuff, right? So mm. I know, um, you know, times are still rough. Times are hard. But for her to, you know, just really put some of her monies into us, right, to invest in us and what we're doing. That's um, love. Yeah, that really activates my love language. So uh special thank you to you, Mama. Appreciate you. Love you. And thank you. Hopefully we do you proud for this month of October with this We're gonna attempt. relationship series. Thank you so much. So yes, my bruh, Nani Wilson, love you. Thank you. Um, and just a side note too, I mean, if any of y'all out there, you know, feeling charitable and <laughs> you know, you wanna shoot some donations this way, we are always open to the love. Um you know, that's our love language, <laughs> which we'll get into more. But, yeah, go ahead and hit us up um, or if you have any leads or anything like that because we could always, you know, just just improve and keep going, and it would really be an investment. So go ahead and hit us up. Definitely. Bruh. What's up, Danny boy? It's been, uh, it's been some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this past week is you know, I've kind of been just being very mindful of what I'm going through day to day, how I'm feeling, and um, I was just thinking about like how, you know, Kiana the other week was talking about how grief shows up in her life and things like that, and I was just thinking about like how I've been having my moments of grief, you know, especially. Just thinking about my sister Flo and mm. and really missing her and just soaking in the fact of you know real, realizing that she's not here in physical form right and just mm. anything can trigger it I'll you know I have her picture on my phone I wear her pin a lot you know what I mean or just right. looking at pictures and just seeing her you know sometimes it it activates that and reminds me and it's and I just get into this kind of sad sad space right and i just gotta like chill i don't want to do nothing you know i just i'm just very um just very i don't know just grieving Mm. yeah um but i what i what i've done in noticing that is that i just allow myself to be in that space right i don't i don't try to shake it off i don't try to hide from the fact that I'm feeling that way, right? I allow myself to be, even if that means like 
I'm, I'm, I don't get up and get ready for work or for something, right? I'm just going to, like, right, right. allow myself to be there and feel it and wait for it to pass, right? Like, allow myself to go through that process. Yeah. And just the other night, you know, I had um, thought about her, and so what I did was I just was putting things on my IG story. You know, I had hit up my sisters in L.A. and just was like, just letting them know how I feel and check on them, how they're feeling, and check on, you know, Flo's family and just being able to grieve in, in that way and allow myself to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, once the moment passed, the tears came, and I was able to, you know, come to, it was like, okay, I can keep stepping now, right? Like, right. What, what else am I doing or what else is going on, right? So, so yeah, just, just really being mindful of how I'm feeling internally and allowing myself to be present in that. Right. Kind of what's been going on. That's awesome. Boy. Word. Awesome. <sighs> All right. So we're going to go into this, uh, you know, our favorite segment, man, where we recognize our, our PI peoples out there doing big things, um, the ICU. And so my ICU for this week is going out to the Ika fam, mm. dancers out of Provo, Utah. Um, the dancers are Spencer, Tevita, and Makeli. I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Um, they're all siblings. They're they're three out of seven. You know, our PI families be having some big ass families, right? <laughs> um, but their videos have been sort of going viral. So th- it's three siblings, and they're doing uh, different dance routines um, that are really catching wave, right? Like that one. What was the main? What was that one popular video that they kind of have out? I think it was... Uh, the Polynesian it, challenge or the something challenge? I forgot what challenge it was, but I know it was the re, the remix that I think his name is Eddie Dino. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one that Eddie Dino did um, to that... Uh, what is it? Don't Mind or... What's that song? Yeah, it's Don't Mind. Don't Mind. Mm-hmm. The Hola Como Esta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was the sort of the first video that went viral and then they've uh, since then put out a few other ones and... Uh, that's dope. Yeah, just really checking them out and checking out the moves, you know what I mean? They gigging. Mm. They over there gigging and, like, they got the dance routines down. They're doing all these isos and all these different, <laughs> these other kind of moves. I mean, I just love seeing our people uh, doing things that they're passionate about, right? And I was right. like, you know, just, just checking it out. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm finna make these, these folks my ICU next week because I really appreciate the... It just looks like they're having fun. Mm. You know, they're gigging, they're yeah. dancing, they got the routine down. They're like in sync, yeah. right? Like the moves and everything is just the presentation is is stellar. It's on point. Right. So to the Ika fam dancers, Ica fam. uh Spencer, Devita, and uh Makeli. Makieli. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I just wanna say that I see y'all. That's awesome. And you can also follow them on IG. They're at Ika Fam Official. Ika is I K A F A M Official. Are they all youngsters? Like, yeah, I mean, uh, they're young adults, but I think the youngest one is the um, the young girl. I think she's a teenager. She's young. So one. shout out, yeah, That's shout awesome. out to them, y'all. Like, I really dig what y'all doing. Keep doing it, and hopefully, it takes y'all far. Yeah. No. Definitely. My ICU goes uh, to. 
my nephew, he's out there in East LA Community College. Word. And um, you know what's funny is that I it really goes to all his his housemates because I don't really I haven't met them, but there's like six guys, including him, seven in one apartment, typical college, you know, um, apartment. But they are all um, most of them are from Hawaii, and my nephew's from out here. And they're all just like really trying their hardest to find jobs out there just to kind of provide for food and school stuff. And I like talk to my nephew almost like every other day. And he's like always asking like, can you send me money? Can you help me with this? And I'm just like, just focus on school. Show me some, you know, show me some progress reports. And, you know, like I'll I'll continue to send you funds. And he's been doing that, Danny boy. Nice. He's been showing me just some of his grades. And I'm like. I'm going to send you some money. And, you know, I would send sometimes extra money for his housemates because he would, you know, there would be some snaps that he would send me of just them, like, all sharing, like, literally halving, like, three Siamese that's left in the house. Mm. And they're all just, like, you know, grateful for that. They don't have furniture. I think they're still looking for just people to, like, you know, just donate furniture to their apartment. But the one thing that's keeping them out there is football and school. This is uh, in Hawaii? No, out there in East L.A. Oh, and he's, oh my yeah, God. it's in East LA, LA Community LA. College. Right. And I just want to see, I just want to say I see you to my nephew out there. His name is Victor Etty Jr. And him and his, um, you know, housemates, they're all going to the same college and they catch the train. That's the train to the bus. It's about an hour away from their school every day mm-hmm. just to make their early and, pra- and finish practice and come back home to pretty much nothing. And they're just looking for jobs and trying their hardest to just get something but they have never, you know, just talking sometimes to, you know, some of his friends when I'm on FaceTime, they they don't ever seem ungrateful. They're always, like, super energetic, super, you know, laughing, cracking jokes. None of them These look like... These are all P.I.? P.I. They're all P.I. I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, yep. it's it's the way that we're raised. I know. It's 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 the love language, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that, but that's dope. <laughs> it was just good to see them in high spirits, you know? Yeah. You know, especially, you know, having these, you know side conversations after when he's apart from his friends of like, man, we're struggling. Can you just send some money here and there? And I was like, of course, you know, because it's, I know he doesn't have a job yet. Right. His, you know, his financial aid check didn't come in yet. So. man, that's real. As soon as that comes in, I'm sure he'll, you know, give me my money back. Just kidding, boy. But yeah, you know, I see you guys. Don't don't give her money back. (laughs) Your auntie was investing in you, bro. Give it back to me because I need to pay the studio time, all right? (laughs) So we get some sponsors. No, just kidding. Don't be quiet. That's an investment. Kidding, just kidding. (laughs) But yeah, I see you, boy. I love you so much. I'm proud of you and all the boys in his room, in his household that are doing the same thing, waking up hella early just to get on the train, catch a bus, just to make it to school and come back without no complaints. We see y'all. For real. And that's so many of our. Our young, I believe it. Our young PI students out there, right? Yeah. Especially the athletes. Yeah. Right. Especially the athletes, because because of their size and their stature and their ability. Right. Right. A lot of the college campuses, especially the community college campuses, seek these these boys out, right? Because right. they wanna they wanna train them, they wanna coach them, and they wanna, you know, essentially package them up and try to, you know. Yeah. Get them transferred off to a bigger school. That's, that's the dream. You know? Um, so make it work for you, too. You know what I mean? Like Definitely. If, if they're out searching for you, they want you to play, you know, ball for them or or whatever. Work it out to where they find you shelter and they get you food. 
Because one thing, I mean, I think this goes out for a lot of students out there is that depending on your situation, I know that you can apply for um, food stamps. Mm. Yeah, you can get food stamps when you're uh, in college and a college student and you make you meet a certain threshold if you're an independent, I believe. Okay. Yeah, cuz if 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 the parents are still claiming um the student or whatnot, uh-huh. it may not work. So if the the student is out on his own or her own and you know, is, is unable to make it, they can they can apply for government no, assistance. Yeah. Right, yeah. So check well, that out, y'all. Nice. In our Chop It Up section, we're excited to kind of dig right into our first part of the series. And uh, Danny Boy and I wanted to talk about our love language and, you know, about our experience in taking the test. And we did apology language, too, but we're probably going to focus more on love language. Yeah. And um, I know that when I did my love language test, I wasn't surprised at all. Uh, There's actually five. Five love languages. Okay. Yeah, what are those five love languages, Bexus? So, yeah, that's a great question, Danny Boy. So the author, Dr. Gary Chapman, uh, made this book because he's been a marriage counselor for so and I would say probably over 10 years. He's been a marriage counselor and uh, in the church setting. And uh, he just, oh wow, in the church. Setting? Yeah, he's been oh. a marriage counselor in the church setting, and he just kind of realized that there's just a language barrier in couples as far as like love so he just um kind of did this own test off of experience there's very little science behind it and he mentions that in the book but most of you know just his assessment comes from personal experience Mm. through counseling through his own relationship through um just his peers and people that he's mentored so that's where a lot of it comes from. But, yeah, he was able to kind of tally up five different types of love languages. Um, what is it? One of them is words of affirmation. The other one is physical touch. And there's receiving gifts, quality time, and acts of service. My top two were acts of service and words of affirmation. I was not shocked at all, Danny Boy. Were you shocked? Uh, no, because I had taken this test uh, previously. It was, it was actually kind of funny. I was just chilling with this uh, this one dude, and we was just chopping it up, having a conversation. And this this uh, love language conversation came up, and I was like, I've heard of it, but I, I don't think I've ever read the book. And right. and then he brought up the whole thing about like, oh, did you take the test? And I was like, no, I didn't take the test. And so he, you know, administered the test for me and. Found out that my love language, my number one love language, because I don't think I have a, the second one, it wasn't even highlighted. Mm. Uh, the number one love language is acts of service. Mm. And I thought about it because he read it to me and I was like, damn, that makes hella sense. And then I was just like, <laughs> hella trying to unpack it. You know what I mean? Because right, right. it's, it's almost as if it's like, that sounds kind of fucked up. Right. Like you got to do something for me. But as I unpacked it more, I thought like, oh, I know how I react when somebody does something for me, right? It makes me feel a certain kind of way, and and then I want to do the same for them, right? Right, yeah. And I understood that at that part because it was like, oh, shit, that's my love language because that's me wanting to do for for others. So when others do for me, it's like, oh, shit, you're really speaking my language, <laughs> right? So, right. So it wasn't a shocker to me, and then I know, you know, we were planning for – this and I just wanted to see if maybe my love language has changed because I think that was about a year or two ago when I took it. Oh wow! No, 
It's still it's still acts of service, and I think it has always been. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! And I just want to tell everybody out there, shoot, you know, join in the conversation with us. Go, you know, push pause if you need to. Yes. Um, and go take the five love language quiz. You can find it at the number five lovelanguages.com. They have uh, they have the quiz that you could take that will tell you your love languages. Right. And just a little disclaimer, when we take when you take the love language test, it's not it's the way you receive love. It's not necessarily the way the other person receives love or, you know, understands love. So, you know, the understanding of it is the way you receive love. So all your um just whatever comes out as if say if your words of affirmation, that's how you receive love. That's not how you give love. So that's just to put it out there cuz I used to get it confused. I used to think, wow, that's how I give love and receive love. Nope, they're two different things. Oh, they're two different? Yeah. Oh, I understood it as like that's your love language. Like you speak it, you speak love that way as well. Oh, no. Well, for me, like I'm words of, I'm acts of service and words of affirmation. I don't, acts of service is not something I do. That's not like, oh, I want to give this as like my way of love. You know, I think my way of love is either, it's definitely words of affirmation. That's the way I love. But quality time is for sure. Mm. Like, I would love that over anything. But acts of service is my top one. That's not, like, the one I give, but I receive the most. So, yeah. Mm. It might be for you, though. You might receive and give the same way. It is for me, I think. Um, I thought you were going to give the disclaimer that, you know, I think when when taking this quiz, you take it either as uh, someone who's in a relationship. Yeah. Or uh, someone who's single. That's another disclaimer. Yeah. So you know when you're taking the quiz, you gotta, you gotta. Uh, they they give you that option though this, when you yeah. take the test. Mm-hmm. They give you the option of taking the test as someone who is in a relationship or single. And I think with anything too, right? Like, you you definitely take this with a grain of salt. Right. Um. It's not like the the definite of who you are and your love language. Right, but I think it's a good way for us to just understand how we receive love. Right. And then I guess, you know, depending on the situation, how you give love, right? Because the way that we give and receive love, it may be different from, or it, it is different from other, you know, folks. Right. Uh, and that could be in a familial setting. That could be in a um, romantic relationship, right? Mm. It could be with the intimate relationships, you know, like the people that you have around you most Mm -hmm. and just how we all speak this language of love to each other or how we show each other you know how much they mean to us and how much do we mean to them right have you ever had anybody that kind of spoke outside of your love language and they were always confused about like damn i'm doing all this for danny boy but he doesn't seem to be appreciative i feel like i feel like um See, what's tricky with me is acts of services is my love language, right? And so if I do something for somebody, it's it's not to hopefully get something back, right? It's because mm. that's what I want to do for for the next person. And hopefully that, you know, the, they will feel the intent behind it and right. reciprocate it as they see fit. But I also can't get mad if they don't. Right. Um, but I had this one friend that, like, you know, always came through, you know, hella did stuff for me. Um, and then I would I would reciprocate, right? But there was times where 
I couldn't. And, so, and then so the laundry list came out, right? The laundry list came out. Oh, I did this for you. I did that. I did that. You know, I do all these things. And it's like, damn, you counting? <laughs> what you counting for? You know what I mean? So that means that you didn't do it out of the kindness of your heart. You just did it so that you could save it for times like this <laughs> where you're like, hey, remember when I picked you up? Remember when I gave you this? And, I, you know, I do all these things for you. And you just can't, you can't show up for me this one time. It's like, it's one time and no, I can't. What you counting for? <laughs> so I don't know. Oh, and you know what? Sheesh. Honestly, I don't know what my friend's love language was. You know, maybe it was quality time or. Or maybe it was a word of affirmation. Like he just needed to feel like, I appreciate you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, I think that's where, that's a, that's an example of how. You know, when we don't necessarily understand each other in that sense, right? Then it's like, how do then we can't we can't really move within it, right? Yeah. And I think that you know you, you see it in other kind of ways too, where you don't necessarily know what love language is, but yeah, you know, after learning this and thinking, you know, I still need to read the book. Honestly, I'm I, speaking from uh, experience and I from taking this. I should have brought that book. I have I have an extra one for you. Don't buy it. I got one for sure. Yeah. But, you know, taking the quiz and stuff, like, and then just relating it to my personal experience. It's like, oh, shit, this makes sense. That makes sense. And so, hey, I'm running with it. But like I said, you know, for everyone, it's it's with a grain of salt. Right. <clears throat> I think for me, because, you know, with, with my partner, it this works perfect, you know, because we understand each other's language. We're not on, We're not getting on each other's nerves as much as we used to. And... Like her and I, we both have um, our first top um, love language is acts of service. So, like, she's been doing a much better job than me in, in serving and doing things, like, just willingly for each other. And I need to step my game up for that. But I am grateful that we know each other's language because we used to clash before. Mm. We used to always get into just, you know, just dumbass arguments or just, you know, like miscommunications off this, feeling unappreciated, feeling unloved. And then, if we, you know, after us taking the test, we're like, shit, that's all I needed to do just to make you happy because we used to argue off of this. But now it's like, I just, you know, I'm glad we discovered or, you know, I discovered that your your language is this because now I'm able to speak it fluently. What's her language? What's Acts her love of language? Service. Acts, Acts of, of service. service and quality time. She's second quality time. I'm second words of affirmation. So your first one is both of us acts of service. Acts of service. Yeah. So you know, I think that's really, really important. I remember in the book it mentions that it would be difficult if, say, if acts of service was my strength, and um, acts of service was her zero, her last. That's where our relationship would be like, uh oh, imbalanced. Mm-hmm, totally imbalanced. Totally not wanting to find compromise and just like. You need to change, you know. So I was like, thank God we both have a mutual top, you know. Mm. Because if we didn't, probably would have been a little difficult. So, yeah, I'm totally grateful for that. You know, I mean, the importance of knowing love language, at least for me, is like priority. Like, you need to know my love language in order for me to even understand you as far as love. But I think with anything, and, and you know, I'm saying this as someone who is single. Right. Um, but, like, I think with any relationship, right, it's it's compromise of, like, okay, I understand that we're both 
um, you know, like these are both our love languages. And so how can we adjust mm. to to make sure that we feel each other's love, right? By speaking that language. Right, right. Which is interesting because y'all both is acts of service. And so the clash, I mean, I guess even if it is the same, you know, you're bound to yeah. bump heads and clash in some kind of way. Maybe there's yeah more I- finer details about like what that act <laughs> and that service is. Right, right. Yeah, the clash would only be just personal offense, you know, like if we like, you know, if I don't do something like because normally I would do an act of service because that's what I know her love language is. But if I don't do that, it's it would be because of a personal offense. I'm like, look, I ain't going to clean the room. I'll just, you know, you irritate me or something like that. So right. <laughs> that would be the only thing would be a personal offense. But, yeah, it's it's major key. I believe I strongly, you know, recommend for couples, you know, that you. Take this test. It's fun to take it together. But if you take it separately, that's cool, too. Um, I know that um, I wanted to read something real quick. I wanted to read, like, which language and how they communicate. Um, I know for words of affirmation, the way that it's communicated is through encouragement, um, affirmation, appreciation, empathy, listening actively. So I know that I would, like, for me, that's my second one. But they're, they're both top. Eight, eight, so it's like neck to neck, my top two. I know that if someone was to appreciate me out of nowhere, not after like fucking up, but like out of nowhere, like, hey, out of the blue, Bex, man, I just want to let you know you're on my mind and I'm just so proud of everything you're doing. That right there, you got me. I would have been like, what's your cash app? I'm sending you $40 here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something stupid where I would just be like, man, I feel so loved. Uh, what else for the words of affirmation? How to take action um, is just send an unexpected note. Uh, we like text messages. We love cards. We love um, when you encourage genuinely and often. And things to avoid with words of affirmation is non-constructive criticism, not recognizing or appreciating each other's effort. That's a no-no. That's a huge no-no. Okay, sorry. So the, that was for words of affirmation? Yeah, that was for words of affirmation. Is it? And what number love language is that for you? That's they're they're both top two. Oh, so, top two. Yeah, that quality time. Oh no, acts of service is when you use action phrases like "I'll help." They want to know you're with them and partnered with them. So that's acts of service when anybody just goes out of their way, like "Danny boy, I got it." Danny boy, you need help in doing this? Do you whatever? Like you want to need some money to put some together? That's acts of service. It says here that laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell acts of service people uh, that their feelings don't matter. So, <laughs> got to be mindful of uh, breaking those promises and shit like that. <laughs> so before we move on to the, to the ne- next piece, I just wanted to ask Bex if we could you know, sort of describe what that looks like, right? What acts of service uh, within the context of our love language looks like for you. Right. Um, I guess in your everyday life or even if you want to be specific with, you know, your relationship that you're in or whatever, right? But, like, what does acts of service look like? Yeah, acts of for service Bex? for Bex looks like, you know, if I'm coming home... I'm tired and I'm just pretty much, 
you know, spent hours just kind of like on the field, just doing work. And, and plus only, you commute too, yeah? Like, yeah. My, my that commute is a motherfucker. <laughs> my commute, but lately it's been on the train, so it's been pretty good. Still, but, I mean, you got to travel, you know? Yeah, so just like, you know, the transferring from car to train and then walking, you know, it gets a little draining, taxing on my body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, the, you know, the only thing I'm looking forward to, I'm not even looking forward to dinner. I'm just looking forward to taking a shower and jumping in bed. But Word. I'm in my head, my room, the room is clean. I'm going to, you know, jump into some nice clean sheets and, you know, just the bed is done. That's what's in my head, you know, because I'm used to that. But, you know, when that shit's not done and the room is still messy and things are not in order, I tend to get a little, you know, I start feeling unloved, especially when I know that. You know, this this, this isn't a true story because my partner's been really great at it. But if, if I was to come home and the room is messy, things are not clean and, Dinner's probably like half, not even made, just prepared. I would be super, super like frustrated, upset, and un- feel like unloved and unappreciated, you know, because I'm just like, why didn't you give me one job? You know, and you didn't yeah. do it. <laughs> you have one job. She, she this, is a, this is not fault for my partner, though. She does all of these things and more, but, you know, like, I You're love. You're just saying if. Yeah, I love when I come home, but this is all the good stuff because. When I come home and she has the room all nicely done and everything's in order, I I feel like a million bucks. Like, I feel like, Shh, what do you want? <laughs> like, take my debit card, girl. Here, take this. Or like, where do you want to go? Or like, do you need a massage? Or like, you know, I'm I end up you know speaking her love language ten times greater mm-hmm. than she, you know for her than her speaking my love language. It's just I feel so loved and so appreciated and recognized. And, it's amazing, you know, and even for words of affirmation, like she would just tell me like, and I'm speaking like as like partner wise, you know, and relationship wise, like, you know, she wouldn't, she would tell me random things, and random moments in my life as I'm cooking, like, oh my gosh, babe, I love your hair. Or, oh my gosh, babe, the podcast, you and Danny boy did so great. I remember this part. And when she's so detailed Oh my God! You're like, oh, you listening? I was like, girl, you listening? Okay. You listen, listen. You really huh, good? Did you listen or did you listen, <laughs> listen? Yeah, and she, <laughs> and you know, the fact that she's able to recognize and affirm me just out of the blue—that man, that makes me feel so loved. All in your feels. Huh? All in my feels. I'm like, girl, your heart going love, dub, dub, dub. <laughs> I was like, take your ass upstairs. <laughs> oh, biddy, daddy. but no, it's. Man, I really appreciate. It. I really appreciate like when people speak my love language to the team. Even people Word. who don't know my language, Word. they end up speaking my language. Yep. I just be like, just a act, what did you do? Just a random act of kindness, right? Just in, in, a random compliment. A random what? You want to carry my bag? Cause you see, it's been, you know, like I have to I have a long walk or. You know, come back like, oh, Bex, I was able to print out some stuff for you. Like, dang, like that. Like, it may, it just makes my day, you know, when people mm-hmm. just randomly do it who don't know my love language. Maybe it's their love language, too. Maybe. Right? And you're just a stranger helping a stranger. And that's that's the cold part, too. Yeah. It's like when strangers can speak your love language and the people that you've been around, yeah, grow, grew up with, or even, like, your circle, yeah, don't even know what time of day your love language is, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You know what's crazy is because like I I know I can tell somebody by the way by just five minutes of interaction what their love language is, 
And like, especially the ones who have physical touch, if that's their primary love language, oh my gosh, you'll know by the way that they're always next to you, holding your arm, leaning on your shoulders, or just, you know, cuddling up. Word. They're not trying to like be cheeky or trying to like put a move on you. That's just their that's love just language. That's their love language. Yeah. yeah, I have like some coworkers that are just really, you know, very touchy. Maybe it's a cultural thing, but that's not my love language. It's it's more of like something that's like back a bitch. Right. Yeah, but it it's it's a love language for them, and I I'm able to quickly detect for even for someone's like, do you like how this looks on me? Do you think this looks nice? Do you think I look too fat? Words of affirmation, girl. I know your love language. Cut it out. <laughs> Cut it out. Like, oh, you got, you, got, you got the drop on. I got the drop on like, hey, Bex, do you have time? Oh, can, can we hang out? <laughs> girl. Love language. Quality time. Okay. I so, see how you, you know, decipher it's, that. It's kind of right. easy to pick up people's love language just by what they... I don't they, know. Really? Maybe I just don't be paying attention. I don't I, I'm just I'm just speaking my language, maybe. But I mean that makes sense because you're talking about physical touch, right? Like if it's like family and stuff like that. Like yeah, we do the whole you know kiss on the cheek, hug, right. handshake, or whatever. But sometimes you know like you know like sometimes a sister will lean on me or one of the kids will hug me and and right. I'm just not in the mood and I'm like Ugh, get. <laughs> Back up. What the hell? You know what I mean? And right. it's like, get off of me. But right. that's their love language, and it's not necessarily mine. But in a romantic sense, right? Right. Like, and this might be true for everyone, but, like, physical touch is important to me. Right. Right? And so, I mean, I think it, it, with anything, right, it also depends on the situation and the context. That's true. And whom that you're engaging with. Right, Yeah. Right, because I think even with just, uh, you know, thinking about our love language, it makes me think about when we were having that conversation with Kiana about the va, right? Mm. Like this space that exists between us and and how do we activate that? How do we nurture that? How do we speak to that? Right, what, right. What are the languages that exist within this va between you and I, right? Right, right. I mean, even for us, like we... We're, de- we're still developing it and working on it because we're doing this, right? And right. we've had a, we've had a, more so of like an acquaintance, an acquaintance before this, right? Mm-hmm. And then just getting to know each other more and having time to meet up and talk and all that stuff is like, we're, we're speaking each other's love language at the right. same time, right? So just yeah. thinking about the va and, and these relationships, it's like, what are those languages? We got to look out for those cues. So <laughs> thanks for giving us those tips on like how to look out for hmm. people's love language. No. It's important. but And it makes me think about, too, like how um, when I was talking, I forgot who I was talking to, but they were talking about how their mom treated them uh, growing up, right? There was There's a few kids, and they're all different. Mm. All the kids are, you know, that their behavior is different. Their retention is different. Mm. Um, and it, uh, even their love language, right? Mm-hmm. Even their love language is different. Maybe we don't call it that, but it's like something that you sense and you pick up. Mm. The the I believe it was the mother. The mother was treating, you know, one kid, uh, dealing with one kid a certain kind of way, and then dealing with another kid a different kind of way. Mm. And and then the last kid dealing with, with that kid also in a different kind of way, right? Three different, right. Three different kids. And I think one of them, you know, always wondered why and maybe kind of also felt like, 
you know, they were given different kinds of treatment or whatnot. But then later to come to find out that it was like, yo, I can't treat you the same way I treat right, your yeah, sibling, yeah. right? Because your sibling is a completely different person. Yep. Your sibling will understand or make sense of um, things if I just let them go through it. Mm-hmm. Whereas with you, you know, like you need a lot of love and a lot of attention and a yeah. lot of um, hold handing. And that's what I have to give to you. Mm. You know, so yeah. it's about paying attention to who, you know, the people are around you yeah, and being able to adjust or give to them right. as they as they need. Right, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. What about for you, Danny Boy? Because, you know, what's what's your experience from somebody who is single, like love language, and how you're able to understand it? Hmm. I mean, I think it's hard because, you know, just being a single person and, and not really being committed to anyone, right? When I'm in these different interactions with, yeah. with folks whom I may be trying to have like a, you know, um, a romantic relationship with, right? If it's like if it's like on some hookup shit, right? You know, I think there's that code where it's like you just get together and you hook up and then that's it. <laughs> but my motherfucking ass over here trying to like, you know, chop it up a little bit, kind of get to know somebody and then get into that because I think it means a little bit more that way. Right. Whereas if it's just like getting to the point, then you miss kind of, you kind of miss a lot of the... What's the word? Like the intimacy and the, right, yeah. and the excitement and right. the connection that goes into, yeah. you know, hooking up or, or you know, doing doing what y'all got to do. Right, yeah. Right? And so um, I think just as a single person, like, recognizing how my love language may not be activated. And, and I think it's also, it's also kind of like a, gray area because there's really no love there mm. <laughs> in like a let's say it's you know trying to hook up right like yeah love can't really be there it's just sort of like a lust or a mm. you know it's a it's right. a transaction right <laughs> <laughs> it's a transaction and so like let's see if you if you ain't gonna put down on the room or whatever then you know you ain't speaking my love language <laughs> oh man if um yeah you know what I mean like if if I, if those acts of service ain't ain't being activated, then then it's just not gonna be what it really could be. Right. I, I don't know. That's what it looks like for me in my single ass life. But what does it look like to receive? Like, what makes you feel like love when somebody, if somebody was to do this, and and you'll be like, oh my gosh, thank you so I th- much. I think to alleviate some of the, I think to alleviate some of the planning and the, a lot of the, a lot of the thinking and. And a lot of the cost that goes into, you know, trying to put, you know, trying to do something, right? Like, yeah. Like, even if it is something as simple as like a hookup. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, people can't really, you know, um, host. Right. Yeah. Can't really host, right? You, you go grab a room or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? You do what you got to do uh, for some space and some privacy. And if, and, you know, if none of that is being um, offered up or, you know, being put on the table, then it's like, there's some bullshit. You know what I mean? I'm too grown for this type of shit. Mm. You know, that's what I was doing when I was younger. There's got to be something better. I don't know. That's the only example. <laughs> that's the only example I could come up with right now. But, like, in terms of, like, a romantic right. relationship, thinking about this love language, 
you know, like I said earlier, it depends on the context of the situation, right? There really ain't no love happening. And so it's like it, it probably won't be activated. Yeah. I can see this working even in family dynamics. And, word, word. Um, cultural dynamics. I can mm-hmm. see it working. Uh, oh, yeah. And I could, I mean, I think you and I were having this conversation about not understanding our parents. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, love language, right? Or them speaking to our love language. For sure. And so not really understanding as a kid, you know, as to why, like, dang, you know, my mom or my dad are not there. Yeah. Um, they, you know, they're doing this or they're doing that or um, they say one thing and don't follow through. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but not realizing that, man, they're doing a lot to to really take care of you, right? Like, to the, their way of showing you that they love you is by providing for you. Right, gifts. And, um... I don't know if necessarily gifts, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, but just providing a roof over your head, like just know. being a provider. Yeah, being a provider, having food in the kitchen, you know what I mean. Just, just having clothes on your back, shoes on your feet, like the necessities of what you need is right. Is how they're showing their love. And some people might think, oh well, that's their job. That's what they're supposed to do. You know, like they put, they brought me here into this, into this world, and it's like, you know, really. They don't have to if they don't want to. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. they do it because they love you. I know. I think I remember, um, I, th- I shared this with you earlier about how um, it was when I graduated college. And um, I just remember, I was like, man, I'm so happy. I can't wait to celebrate this, you know, my college graduation with my dad because my dad is just big on, you know, just his children, you know, and all their accomplishments and uh, come to the day of my graduation, I'm looking around, and all I see is my sisters and a few friends. And I'm just like, maybe my dad's just at the corner because I know he likes he doesn't like to really sit together with my family. So I'll probably see him at the end. So after the ceremony, I come down to meet with my family, and they come give me their you know all the lays and stuff. And I'm just like asking my sister, "Where's dad?" And they was like, "Oh." And come, he had to go to a funeral, and I'm just like, "What the fuck? What the hell? What the kind of thing wow. is that? You know, mm-hmm. it's like the one, you know, like in these, just in certain parts of my life, like there are certain things that I just like would love my parents to be, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like that's not the way that that they see, like that is, you know, like their way of loving me. That's not that's not how it works for them, you know, like." Their way of loving me is like, you know, I'll just wait until you come home. We'll sit and eat, and I'll take you anywhere, and that's my contribution of love. But me coming to your graduation, that's not equivalent to just me sitting at, you know, with you and just talking about, you know, what are your plans after college? And I'm just like, dang, that's my love language, though. That's where I feel support and, you know, acknowledged. And, I mean, I don't know. It was probably more of a personal thing, but I'm just like, where was my dad in that speaking? Could have had the opportunity to speak my language, and for me to go track him down just to tell him, "Dad, I graduated," and still, what I was looking for, Danny boy, is words of affirmation, like "I'm mm-hmm. proud of you," mm-hmm. and I still didn't get it. And throughout, like almost like a year and a half, I was like unsettled with like my 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 relationship with my dad, 
because of the many things that he's missed out on in my life. Mm. To come to find out after taking the love language that, shit, that's just not the way my dad would, you know, receives, you know, love or understands love, you know. I used to think my dad never used to love me and until I was like, oh my gosh, my dad does love me. Right. It's just he's been, he's been giving it to me in the way that he provider mm-hmm. form. Right. And I'm over here thinking, Dad, give it to me words of affirmation because that's when I will feel loved. Or mm-hmm. Give it to me by some type of generous, even a generous gift or something. But I didn't get it in any of that. I, I got it in just the provision and mm-hmm. how he's able to just provide in whatever ways that he did at the time. And I used to get so confused for so many years. I was just, I, I struggled with that. Like my dad and my parents, no, I really didn't struggle with it my, with my mom. But with my dad, I've always struggled. Like, man, he's he's never said I love you to me. He's never acknowledged my, you know, just all my academics mm-hmm. and just sports, you know, throughout school. He's never acknowledged it. So it was a tough fight until I came across this and understanding love language and, and then to understand that my dad's ling- love language is this. And for me to understand it now makes me appreciate my dad even more. Because mm. now I can go back and say, you did love me. It's just it came in a different form. Mm-hmm. It didn't come in the form that I'm familiar with. But I'm able to go back to it and say, it is love, you know? Yeah, find that appreciation. And yeah, which took took a long time. Right. Because I didn't love him. I wasn't able to receive his love until years later. And maybe we didn't even have the words for it back then, right? Like we weren't able to articulate what was happening. Absolutely. And I think with this, you know, understanding these love languages and things like that, and even just a lot of the other things that we've gone through, right, really help give us the language to speak to those feelings Yeah. that we were feeling coming up. Yeah. Right, because I was just thinking to myself, like, imagine if we knew these kinds of things right. about ourselves growing up. I wonder what that could have done for us. Yeah. But also we're different people when we're younger too, right? That's like, true. It's crazy because just something, something really dawned on me when you said language, understanding the language, and it, it just resonated about like, in order for us to understand any language, we have to ha- have like, you know, we have to fully, fully understand how to speak it fluently, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, for instance, I'm I'm not too fluent in my own, you know, Samoan language, so I'm a- I'm not able to speak it fluently or understand it fluently. And same for my love language for certain people. Like, there are some people that I'm not fluent. In language mm-hmm. as far as love mm-hmm. but there are others I'm super fluent you know it's about knowing the language and really like being fluent in that you know again with my dad I wasn't fluent in his language mm-hmm. it was until f- discovering the re- the truths about like people's love language where I was able to speak his language fluently and being provider and giving him giving the way he gives that's mm-hmm. the way he understands love that's really dope. And I think what's beautiful about just even this love language of acts of service, right, is it makes me think about how we're brought up culturally, right? Mm. And specifically speaking about Samoan um, upbringing, which I know is very similar to a lot of the other Pacific folks, especially like with the Tongan uh, f- you know, folks, the Tongan community, and even maybe the Fijian community. Right. Um, but just the way that we're brought up in this way of like, you know, you give, right? right? You just, you give, you give. It, it means more to give than it does to receive. 
And so, you know, I, I know my cousin once told me, you know, came from Samoa, that, oh, yeah, you know, we're brought up to, like, if somebody says they like something, you give it to them, right? Like, oh, I like your bracelet. Oh, here. Mm. You know, like, it's it's the simple things. Maybe not like a gold <laughs> bracelet. Maybe if you want to. Right, yeah. But, you know, the Samoan turtle shell yeah, yeah. Uh, bracelets or even, like, you know, the shirt off your back. I had one um, one guy one time, my former mentor, he gave me the shoes off of his feet because mm. I said they looked like they looked nice, and I had some raggedy shoes on, <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, those are hella nice. Where'd you find those at?" Because he had big feet too. He was like, "Oh, here, you want to try them on?" I tried them on. I said, "Damn, these are pretty nice. You know, they, they fit comfortably." He was like, "Yeah, take them." Right. And he went home that 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 evening in just his uh, socks. Socks. Oh my gosh. And man, that meant what a servant. That meant that meant a lot to me, right? And so I was like, "Damn, however I could." You know, how can I ever repay this person? Mm. Um, but but just that, you know, just that idea of like if somebody likes something, you give it to them because because they admired it or they want it. And as a as a Samoan, right, it's our duty to give to those because you're showing somebody how much they mean to you, right? Right, and that these material things don't mean anything, right? Yeah, I think that's really dope. Just this. This cultural love language of giving, right? And and even thinking about like how it's hard to receive. Yeah. Right? You hard to receive gifts because you feel like you're inconveniencing someone or it's a sign of disrespect. Right. And so my like an example for that is, you know, if an auntie if an auntie, you know, sees you at a family function and she hasn't seen you in a while or she's happy to see you and it's like, Oh, nephew, how you doing? Da, da, da. Here's a twenty, go get yourself something. Or whatever, and you're right. like, oh, no, Auntie, it's okay, it's okay, thank you. And, she, and, and then they be like, hey, shut up. Get, <laughs> get over here and take this damn money, right? Then you have to take it because right. that's also a sign of disrespect. Right, yeah. And so you got to kind of, you kind of got to go against it and accept it because you don't want to be disrespectful. Mm. But you, you know, you kind of feel bad because you're brought up to not take things from people, right? Right. Like, you just give. Yeah. It's almost like it's a, it's a contradiction, right? It's almost as if it's a contradiction to, to give but not receive, because it, it's a reciprocal kind right, of yeah. thing, right? And so, yeah, I'm just thinking about like how our how our love languages might show up for us culturally. Yeah, I can think back too with the um, when I was when I was young. I remember um, just. You know, when my cousins would come over and my parents would be, you know, anytime my cousins would like a gift or something like our bike or whatever that's laying around the house and they like it or play with it, my parents would be so quick to say, take it, take that, take this, and fuck around and go in the room and grab more shit. And be like, you guys like this too? You like this Raiders jersey? Take that too. What size is your daughter? You take uh, this. Burn that Raiders jersey? What the heck? Like, the, we like this stuff. It's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous at that time. But, you know, throughout, you know, just growing up, I realized that, you know, like, that's what I want to inherit, that type of selflessness, you know? Like, mm. you know, it's a rare type of selflessness because, you know, there's my home culture and then you, when I go to school, it's like everyone's selfish, you know, like nobody wants to share. Nobody is quick to like, you know, because even during elementary, middle school, I used to be like, anybody want to share my lunch? Here's my lunch or whatever. That's just we were taught at home. But, you know, being exposed to a culture that doesn't practice it, it was like, 
kind of tough for me to like figure out what the, which which one do I belong in the one that's telling us to be greedy with it their share the one that's saying like give everything do mm-hmm. not come back home with anything you know it's kind of it was it was really tough growing up with that type of like conflict and you know my parents won though because I I was able to kind of stick to their their value <laughs> of like even to this day if somebody was to want something I'd be like you want it it's yours. Three days, though, later, return that <laughs> shit back. Just let, me, let, me, let me get my time in with it before I give it to you. But, yeah, it's such a cultural thing. It is cultural. And I think, like, speaking, f- I mean, I, we both share the same love language, right, this acts of service. Right. I think what's beautiful about this, this way in which we're brought up to give is, is essentially where that love language comes from, right? Yeah. Like this act of service. This act of giving, and so like for me personally, I, I the way I show love and the way I receive it is both in this way of um, acts of service, yeah, and the ability to recognize you know the sacrifice that it must have taken for someone to help alleviate some of the stress off of my plate. Mm. You know that's that's that activates my language, mm. and I want to be able to to just give it. Right, give it right back because you you communicated to me that you love me or you care enough or you thought you know like I was I was um, enough to think about and to consider yeah that I want to do the same you know for you and sometimes that's just the way that I express it to people even if I don't know you right like yeah. going back to that whole being a stranger thing like some people I don't know that with the energy I just you know will help them out yeah. Um, and it's, and it's like a cool, you know, interaction, right? Like it's a, it's a, just a form of love communicated really quickly on a short level, right? Right, yeah. Um, and that still means something. Yes. And so just this cultural piece of giving is giving. like, is like a sacrifice that it's okay. It like, is. Like I don't, I don't need it because if you want it and you're happy, then, then then I'm good. You know, it's funny what comes to mind, like Danny Boy, um, is what I really appreciate about our our culture. And I'm, I don't know if the other culture, you know, Tongan, Fijian, you know, just any other culture practices this, but just from experiences that the way we give, like even our children, up to other family members, you know, when Whoa, we yeah. give birth, you know, like say, if, you know, for instance, if I wasn't able to bear a child, you know, like. Like somebody else in my family, if like they caught wind to sisters, that news, yeah. my sisters or my niece and some, you know, or, or my aunt or somebody would give birth for me and give me that child, and you know, like I've seen this happen so many times in in my family, in other families, and and the transaction is so beautiful. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm sure that there are some glitches, you know, here and there, but the transaction is so beautiful where we're still able to come around, you know, just you know, the the the. The, the biological mother still, mm-hmm. and the family still able to come around and not even mention a word. Just, or, just be connected in that way. Just be connected. Right? And because we're still family. And we're still family, but... And we keep the, you know, we keep the kids close because... Yeah. Because we're a family. And you think about someone in such a way that you could, you could give them one of your children. <sighs> right? And I think even, like, you know, that might not seem normal in, in the Western context. Of course. But, but I think even in our cultural... Um, indigenous way of thinking, right? It's like we love, like we're 
your kids are my kids and my kids are your, your kids, kids anyway. Yeah. And so, like, what's the difference, right? What's, like, But I love that, you know, it's that heart of giving and sacrifice and, and selflessness is that yeah. I'm going to give to you, not even worried. Not even, there's no, there's nothing that you have to give me back. Word. I'm doing this with no attachments. Just take it. I love you that much. You know, it's like, it's like the greatest love ever for, like, for you to witness that type of like giving, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm sure there's other forms of giving culturally that I haven't recognized or you haven't recognized yet, but that's just a beautiful form of giving, you know. And the, and, the, and of course, there might be other sides to this too, right? Like, yeah, we personally don't have that experience, so we're just thinking about what it looks like from the outside in, yeah, right. And so, and it, I guess it depends on each case, right? Case by case basis of like how those transactions and interactions um, exist right, right yeah. for those folks. But it's definitely, you know, with the intent to love. Yes. Um, I mean, and even thinking thinking like in the same vein of our culture, right, like mm-hmm. this whole idea around if we have a falamilave or we have like a funeral, we have a wedding, whenever there's, a fa- whenever there's family business going on, we all come together Immediately, to, immediately to put in fun, you know, put our funds together, figure things out. Like, um, this this whole idea of like when we give money for funerals, let's say, mm. you know, and the whole the whole transaction happens where pe- you know families will come to bring their CEs, and they'll present the family with, you know, all you know these things to contribute to to what they got to do. You know, it could be the Pusa pisupo, pusa wahoo, some ikonga, some ears or whatever. And then a keokusi, right? An envelope with money in it. And then they give it to the family. And then the family, you know, will, they'll do the whole exchange of words. They'll put some monies together, take some stuff and put money to give back to the other family that just gave to them Mm. and give some of the other stuff back. Mm. Right, and not only families, but also like church families. Right. You know, will bring the seeds and stuff, and so then that family that's receiving it will give some stuff back. Mm. And what's interesting is that, like, when that exchange happens, the your, the other family is paying attention to if that fa- if that family or that other group keeps everything, yeah, or just takes a little, uh, or just gives it all back, right, right, because then that that communicates something. Right, but all in all, like the reason why there's so much giving is because one family is coming to help alleviate some of the stress, stress yeah, or some of the you know the the things the weight, that have yeah. the the burden, right? Mm-hmm. They come to help alleviate some of the burden, and they bring offerings, and then because the family appreciates it, they offer something back, mm. and it's just this you know this like. Beautiful dance, exchange. Yeah, yeah right. it's it's such a dance, right? There's <laughs> such a rhythm to it where it's like they're trying to give to each other because they mean something to each other. Yeah. You know, and it's it, it's such a beautiful thing at the end of the day. Right. You yeah. know, where it's like this this act of giving shows how much you all or the person means to us. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, there's this whole idea with like, Going through the back door, right? Like some people don't even come to bring the CE to do that whole thing. Yeah. They just come bring a mealofa or they call it fisusawani, right? It's mm. like, it's just to help. Mm. Um, and they give the money 
They don't want anything back off top. Mm-hmm. They don't want to have to go through any of the cultural stuff because it's just something to help alleviate the burden. So right. it's just a That's beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, it's such That's a beautiful, so beautiful language. And I, I and I and I probably did not do it justice, but you know, just to kind of scratch yeah. the surface a little bit yeah. about what love language love lang- what our love languages can look like, you Culturally. know, or what, how they show up in our culture. I love it. And That's if y'all beautiful. got any stories of how, you know, love languages show up, please share them with us because we would love to hear it. Definitely. I think at the end of the day, we want to just, you know, our listeners, even ourselves, we want to, we want you guys to walk away with an understanding of just, you know, love languages and what it looks like in, in just home settings, family settings and relationships. Even for single people like Danny Boy. Understanding it. I'm a mess. I'm a mess. <laughs> no. I'm a hot ass mess. But it's a great, great, it's a great form of communication. And it definitely is something that's helped me along the way. And we just wanted to share that experience with you guys. There are, there's also um, love languages for teenagers, for kids. For kids. Yeah, this is totally a tool for us to just, you know, add to our toolbox to figure out ways. And methods of being able to communicate with each other and have folks communicate with us, right? Because exactly. I think what's important is for us to understand, but also for us to be understood, right? And it's yes, we got to think about it as a reciprocal yeah. kind of thing, right? It's like a reciprocal transaction. Absolutely. Again, this space that exists between you and I, the vow that we share, like how are we going to nurture that? How are we going to pay attention to that? And how are we going to understand um, how we communicate within that space, within the va that we hold? You know, yeah, so absolutely. Just some food for thought for us. You know? I don't know. We ain't no experts, and I know we didn't sound <laughs> like it. You know, we're kind of all over the place. Uh, that's because we're learning about it. We're right. learning about language. We're, we're unsure about... of ourselves. Yeah. But also uncomfortable, too. You know what I mean? And like, just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Insert Bex's anxious sound. <laughs> but we thank you, everyone, for uh, tuning in to episode nine. Word. I don't think we have any announcements, right? Do you have any? No, nah, I don't have any announcements, but, you know, we got to do that checkout question before we get up out of here, Bex. Definitely. An important question. And, it, and it's an important question we've been asking to our listeners as well because it's important for all of us to just be mindful and you've been getting a lot of great feedback, huh? Yeah, we have. We've been, you know, folks have just been sharing with us, and it's like dope, you know, like, please continue to take care of yourself that way, or even give us ideas of how to take care of ourselves, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, Bex, how are you going to take care of yourself this week? I, well, I remember last week I told you I was going to go sit with one of my aunt and uncles and kind of just polish up my Samoan, and I didn't do that because I wasn't able to find anyone. So hopefully I'll find somebody. I actually bumped into a friend. She's amazing in, in in our language. So we're gonna catch up Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday? No, Tuesday. We're gonna catch up, and she's gonna just really try to put me up on game in the language. Hopefully we'll just sit there at um, Applebee's and just I'll try to interpret whatever it is that she's saying. But yeah, that's how I'm gonna try to take care of myself and polish up. Listen to some music. You know what I mean. Someone music? Someone music, that rec- always helps. Like, which, what do you recommend? Oh, you know, the classics. I mean, there's the five, you know, five, five stars. stars. There's Puni Alava'a. Um, there's Benina Otiafal. Man, it's probably going to suck saying this, but I don't even understand it, though. The Young Lovers. You don't just, need to understand it. Just, just listen. speak it? Just listen. Just listen and see if there's words you can make out. Ask questions. 
Okay, I'm gonna go listen to it. Just to listen Five to stars. it. Yeah, I think you you you'll be able to feel it. You know, yeah. especially like. And yeah, five stars, young lovers. Those are like my two favorite. I mm. I really love the young lovers, especially because of the love songs. Like, they're really, they're 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 really poetic. Mm. You know, there's a line that um, there's a line in one of the songs. I, I think it might be young lovers, or it might be more a contemporary song. But I think the line is, "Ele few la few la umata oi." Right, like. Mm. See, I understand that. You understood yeah, that part, right? Yeah, I understood right? that part. So, it, you know, just saying that, like, my eyes never get tired right. of looking at you, right? Mm. They, they're never full. It, it can never be enough. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, okay. Shalala. <laughs> no wonder why no. Uh, these Samoan families be having, like, 6, 7, 10, 11, 12 kids. <sighs> That's some daddy language. Zaddy. <laughs> How are you going to take care of yourself, Danny boy? I think I'm gonna take care of myself this week. Is I want to pick up a book, you know what I mean. I feel like I haven't been reading as much, you know, since graduating from college some years ago. And oh, you talking about a book, book? A book, book, <laughs> not a book, but a book, book. Oh, I was trying to do the whole audio book thing, um, and I really haven't been faithful on listening to it, just because you know I feel like I got to be in the mood, and so yeah, I've been switching back and forth between podcast and music. It really depends on the feels, but I I do need to get at least, you know, some SSR in, some sustained mm. silent reading just to feed the brain in a different form. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to read a book. you read a book, book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, this is episode nine. I'm your host, Bex Bumble. And this D-Boy for the culture. out. We out of here. Peace. Peace. What we doing it for? We doing it for the culture. Culture, culture.